Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sports Ethos NBA DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Keith Cork, and I am joined as I am every Tuesday night here by my good friend here, Mr. Kenny Taylor, to break down uh, a big, another big Wednesday slate. They're usually big slates, so uh, it's another big one, Kenny. I believe it's 10 games, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, no, 12 games, 12 games on this slate. So uh, lots of good stuff to go over here. Uh, I'm excited, man. I've been kind of cold on DFS lately, but man, I've been killing it in, in uh, player props. So, uh, but we'll we'll see, we'll see if we can flip that script here and get some people some winners in DFS. Uh, let's just go ahead and uh, break down some injury news here on this slate so far. We've got Shea Gildas Alexander. I'm going to mark him as questionable with that illness. He did get pulled out of the game. Uh, earlier tonight made some uh, good thunder plays for us but uh, we'll see if he plays in this one uh, zion williamson is out of course with that hamstring injury gonna miss multiple weeks there larry nance jr also on the pelicans out with a shoulder injury so some, some interesting stuff going on there in the front court in new orleans uh, for cleveland we've got darius garland doubtful with a thumb injury uh, he's been out for a minute here um, evan mobley also questionable with an ankle injury over there on the Charlotte's team, we have a couple of interesting uh, developments here. Kelly Oubre out with a hand surgery. Going to miss multiple weeks with a hand surgery, unfortunately. Gordon Hayward doubtful with a hamstring injury. So some wings uh, in Charlotte we can look at. Andrew Wiggins questionable with an illness. Uh, he's been upgraded here. Uh, might be coming back. We have to take a look at that. Uh, might have to fade some of that uh, Golden State Warriors guys who've been playing before. Uh, Devin Vassell questionable with a knee injury for the Spurs. On the Magic, we got quite a bit here. Franz Wagner is listed as out. I'm not sure why. On DK, he's listed as out. I didn't see any specifics about that. Uh, looking for confirmation. Maybe we'll get it as we uh, do the podcast here, but wasn't sure what was going on there. Dylan uh, Suggs also questionable, but he fully participated in practice, so I'm going to guess he plays. Mo Wagner out with that suspension for being a dummy. Bull uh, Bull questionable with health and safety protocols. Uh, I would just guess he does not play in this one because he's probably going to be sitting out with the uh, COVID protocols there. Clint Capella questionable with a calf injury for the uh, Hawks. We've got Nas Reed questionable with a back injury for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, for the Warriors, we do have Kaminga questionable with a foot injury. Lakers, we've got Lonnie Walker questionable with a lower body injury. And Brandon Clark, we do have as out with a hip injury. So, Quite a bit of injury news there, Kenny. Any that I didn't uh, – can you, can you shed light on, on me uh, for me on Franz Wagner? What is going on there? Do you know anything about that? Nah, no idea what's going on with that. Uh, but one um, player that you did forget to mention is actually um, Gordon Hayward. He's actually questionable for tomorrow's game. And already without um, Ubre, I really do feel like there might be some value to look into that um, Charlotte game when it comes to their wings. Well, why don't we just start there, man? Let's talk about it, man. So, Charlotte, tell me, tell me about their wings. Who are you liking over there? Um, again, this is about the news that we're going to get. But if Hayward's out, I really do feel like this could be a good spot for another player who's also questionable, which is um, Cody Martin. Mm-hmm. Cody Martin should really get an increase in usage, especially if both of these wings are out. Even though he haven't really been playing this season, he is actually supposed to be um, making his first appearance in the coming yeah. weeks. Um, outside of that, from the players that I know that will play, mm-hmm. uh, we actually got uh, somebody I've been saying way too frequently, which is Jaden McDaniels. Mm-hmm. Um, really been bringing him up. Seemed like it's been every week we've been on here, but Minutes increase been coming up. He'd be giving you about 28 minutes each of the last five games. Mm-hmm. Also giving you about 28 fantasy points. 
And especially with both of these wings being out, I really do think he should give you about 10 to 15 field goal attempts in that game. Yeah, so uh, he's 4,400. I feel like he's definitely solid there. I think a lot of people are going to be on him. So if you want to fade him for that reason, I get it. But you're doing it at your own risk. I mean, uh, he does have a pretty safe floor there because he does contribute in a multi- multitude of ways. He rebounds. He gets some assists. He hits threes. So uh, so I feel like he's a pretty safe play there. I've got P.J. Washington also at 5,600. I just feel like that's such a cheap price point for a guy that's been – Kind of going off recently. He's been putting up around 30 to 35 DK points pretty much on the regular there. Um, I do think there's still a ceiling there, too, you can take advantage of. And another guy I'm going to add here, which I've personally been on. I won some money on his uh, points prop uh, the other night when they played. But that's Terry Rozier at 7,000. Uh, I just feel like this is a volume score. Uh, they're playing Memphis. You know, the pace is going to be up a little bit. It's going to be a little bit of jog going back and forth with these guys. So uh, it's the kind of guy I like to target in this kind of matchup just because I feel like he's got a little bit of an ego. If Jaw's going off, he's going to try to match that with him. Uh, I mean, I know LaMelo's there, and he's going to do the same thing. But uh, but Terry's going to get his, man. Scary Terry. He went off at the end of that last game. I had his uh, points prop at 30-plus points, 25-plus points. I was laddering it up. He did hit 27 for me. I was hoping he'd get that 30, but he stepped out of bounds that little – you know what, but uh, it's all good, man. I still love you, Terry. You still won me 2.15 units. So uh, I do like him here on DFS also. So, um, but yeah, I think you can definitely look at those guys with Hayward and uh, Kelly Oubre. Uh, I think it's going to be enough usage to go around for those guys as well. Uh, let me go, let me go over though to uh, OKC and Orlando here. Let me just go ahead and start this off here for us. I got a lot of interest in the Orlando side of the ball here. Uh, OKC on a back-to-back, going to have some tired legs. So, uh, But what we really got to look at is the front court in Orlando because they're not going to have Mo Wagner, uh, not going to have uh, – who's the other one I'm forgetting right now? They're just a little bit depleted right now. Uh, oh, Bull Bull, no Bull Bull, no Mo Wagner. So who are they going to put in there to replace those guys? I do like Wendell Carter Jr., 6,400 with all those bigs out. But I like even more, and I think a lot of people are going to be on him. Mo Bomba at 4,300 just seems like a smash play to me, uh, Kenny. And correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, I feel like he's probably going to get 20, 25 minutes here. And Mo, uh, Mo Bamba does have a very nice fantasy game. He puts up uh, some permanent upside. What do you think, man? Um, when it comes to Mobamba, you always have a chance of the upside, but you also have the chance of the downside with his little handsy issues when it comes to personal <laughs> fouls. I want to say in the last two weeks, he actually led the team or was the second leading player on the team when it comes to fouls per minute. So even though a team is on the back-to-back, I would like to fade him and actually get somebody who will give me a little bit more of these um, consistent minutes. So the first player that you mentioned, Wendell Carter, I mm-hmm. really do feel like this is going to be a great spot for him. And I mm-hmm. do see him getting about 32 or more minutes in this matchup. Yeah, he's going to be playing a few more minutes and uh, he's coming back from an injury still, but uh, he's starting to get his minutes ramped up. I mean, he, he's at max minutes now, I think. So uh, he's pretty safe there, I think, as well. Uh, so let's go to the OKC side of the ball, though. Let's go ahead and just imagine for a minute that Shea Gildas-Alexander doesn't play in this game. So let's go ahead just go ahead just rule him out for us. He is questionable, so you guys need to check in that. We're not saying he's out. I'm just saying if he is out, I mean, you got Giddy at 7,100. You've got Lou Dort. Lou Dort, 5,100. I mean, and also I'm, I'm going to go ahead and throw him out there also. I love this kid. I think he's a great guy. I've been touting him since basically the first month of the season. Jalen Williams at 5,000. Uh, if SGA is out, man, I got to have – at least one of those guys. I'm, I'm thinking maybe even a Dort Jalen Williams stack. What, what do you think, man? Um, honestly, I might have some exposure to Giddy, but my favorite player, especially on the back-to-back, is actually Trey Mann. Mm. Um, tonight, 
he actually surprised me. It was actually out of the coach's doghouse, got a good amount of minutes, and <laughs> was able to put up points quickly. I know Celtics wasn't playing their best defensive performances, but I really do feel like Trey Mann will be in a good spot. Mm. And another player who might be a little bit sneaky is um, Isaiah Joe. Um, mm. I don't know if you saw the game tonight, but he actually had a nice little shooting night. And I do remember watching him in um, a lot of G League last year, two years ago. And he's a pretty solid player if, you know, you give him minutes. Um, if you remember last year, they had um, Wiggins who kind of had a similar role that Isaiah Joel had tonight. And he would get you about mm, 25 fantasy points here and there for about three, 3,400. Yeah, I was checking in and out of the game. I did see that uh, that dunk, though, that he had, which was nice. I've been an Isaiah Joel fan, though, in general for a little while. But uh, I, I just – yeah, like you said, man, you got to – it's one of those things where you're kind of – it's a dart throw, and uh, he's not going to have my ownership. So if he does go off, it's going to be a really good roster. But uh, I just don't know what that OKC you know lineup in that that uh, rotation. I don't know who's getting minutes, who's not getting minutes. It seems to change from game to game, which is really really frustrating. So uh, that's why I got those other three guys on there that are just seem like they're locks for minutes for me. But I think you can make some dart throws on some of those other guys, absolutely for sure. Especially if Shea is if Shea is out. If Shea is in, honestly, I don't know, man. None of this really. I don't like any of this really. <laughs> I'm probably going to be fading. All of these guys on the OKC side, if, if uh, Shea's in, honestly, but uh, we'll have to see how that works out. Uh, but let's move on, though, man. Let's talk about uh, – so let's go ahead and head over to the Pellies, the Pelicans, and talk about them a little bit. Uh, they are playing the Houston Rockets, so obviously it is an attractive matchup here. No Zion, Williamson. Uh, let me just throw it to you, Kenny, man. I'll let you start with this one. Who you got uh, to replace Zion for all that uh, usage, man? Uh, I mean – First player that comes to mind is somebody that I've mentioned a few times before, and that's actually um, Trey Murphy, the third. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to scoring, um, I mean, he's not going to fill in for the whole 20 that they're missing without Zion, but he will be able to put up more shot attempts. And when Zion's playing, he's still giving you about seven to 11 shot attempts with Zion out. I really do see him giving you 12 to 15 shot attempts. And you know he's always going to get minutes. Mm-hmm. So they're going to run him as much as they can. Yes. Also, yeah. mm-hmm. one more player who I really hate saying his name mm-hmm. because whenever I say his name, he never performs <laughs> at all. Mm-hmm. But <sighs> Hernan Gomez. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> I know it sounds a little trappy, but if the last five games is telling you anything, maybe giving him close to 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And if you look at it, he could have almost had a double double in both of these games in both of the last two games, if he actually was able to get to 24 minutes. Mm-hmm. So with Zion being out, I really do feel like you could get a double double bonus for 3,800. Am, am I crazy or? No, I mean, I think, you know, he's got he's got that permanent upside. I was looking at him too. I'm just, like you said, I'm skeptical because there are games where it feels like, you know, oh, he's going to smash and then he gets like five minutes. And it's like, where did he go? Where's this guy at? Uh, he just disappears on you. And, it, you know, sometimes it is foul trouble, but I have to think like, so I'm trying to think about this, you know, in real time while, while we're here on the pod, but like they're playing Houston, like, I mean, who do they need a big against? I mean, I guess Elprin Shingun. You know what I mean? Like who? Like who's 
who's that big body that they're going to put Hernan Gomez out there to to bang with? You know, I, I feel like personally they're going to go smaller in this one. I feel like Trey Murphy's definitely on my list, like you said. I've got Herb Jones here too at 4,900. I think both those guys get a little nice little bump without Zion. And, and I'm going to put Najee Marshall out there too at 4,800 as well. I think he's going to be the, the pivot uh, that if you guys are a bit, you know, large field GPPs, he's going to be the lower owner of the three. Uh, they're all right there in the same price range. Now, which one of those guys is going to like go off? I, I don't know. Right now, I've got Herb Jones in my lineup. I pay that extra 100 just for what I feel like is a safer floor. But I do agree with you. I think Trey Murphy's probably the higher upside play out of these three. And then again, Najee is probably just the guy that like, you know, hey, I'm, I'm going to grab this guy because no one's going to have him. And, you know, hey, he can go off. He has that ability, which is kind of strange. You know, he's kind of just came on the scene this season. But, um, but yeah, I, with Hernan Gomez, I mean, I would not be surprised if that happened, Kenny. I just don't – in my mind, I don't see it. So I'm not going to go to it, but if it does happen, it won't surprise me one bit. And you're going to be right, and you're going to win a lot of money. So there you go. <laughs> so so we'll leave it We'll leave it at that. Um, but let's head over, man. Let's head over to Minnesota and Portland. I always like both these teams, man. I like uh, just attacking both on the defensive side. Well, Portland's a, an okay defense team, actually, but Minnesota's really bad. So uh, I think my favorite spin-up on the slate here tonight – is uh is Damian Nolan at 9700. I feel like it's just too cheap uh, for this kind of matchup here. I feel like this is going to be a, a vanilla matchup for him against D'Angelo Russell. Um, I mean, how are you feeling about that, man? Is there somebody else on the slate that you like more? Do you have Damian in your pool? You fade in this game? What's going on? I, I'm actually a fan of fading this game. I mm-hmm. really don't like the way that the Wolves are playing basketball right now, and I really don't think this will be a game where – it will even be competitive. I don't know what the spread on this game is, but I really do feel like um, Portland is going to more than cover the spread (laughs) in um, (laughs) this game. But if I had to choose one player to actually have some interest in in this game, it might be um, Josh Hart for Mm 6-1. It is a little bit more of a... uh, If I have the salary... To spend, I would play it. I would not force that in at all. But I really do feel like with his rebound rate and the minutes that he get, he could actually get you a double-double bonus as well. Kenny, check this out. You're going to have to go uh, lock this in because the Portland Trailblazers are plus one. So the Minnesota Timberwolves are favored oh. by one point. And I just just check this real. It must have just come up, but uh, we got a spread on this game, so you might want to go lock that in right now before it gets to uh, the other way. But uh, but no, it's all uh, yeah. I, I could see it being a blowout. I could honestly see it being a blowout either way. I mean, the Timberwolves have not been playing good basketball, but they do have that. Uh, well, Anthony Edwards has an ability to score the basketball at a high level. No Towns though, that is tough though. So I don't know. I, I see what you're saying, though. I see what you're saying. Um, let me let me go ahead, though. I'm going to slip this guy in here who's going to be – no one's going to have him except for you because you're listening to this podcast. So go you. You're, you're good out there. We love you. Uh, Nathan Knight at 3,100. I'm going to throw him out there because if Nas Reed sits, he got 22 minutes in the last game. And I know, you know, there's always blow-up minutes and stuff like that. But I feel like if Nas Reed is out and they still don't have um, – uh, obviously, they don't have uh, uh, what's his face, Carl uh, 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 Anthony Towns. I just feel like he could still get in that twenty-minute range, and he does produce when he gets on the floor. He had eight points, eight rebounds, two assists, uh, twenty-one point five DK points, hit a three-pointer. When he does get minutes, um, I'm looking back on the 18th of, of December. He had 26 minutes against my Bulls and put up 23 DK points. 
he does he does produce. So I'm you know if if Nas Reed is ruled out, I would go ahead and give that guy a look because they are playing. Um, who are they playing here? Oh, they're playing the Portland Trailblazers. I'm stupid. <laughs> We're just talking about it. Uh, so yeah, they are playing Portland and they do play uh, Nurkic if Nurkic is healthy and they're playing Eubanks. I don't know. They're going to need a big body out there. So I, I feel like he's a sneaky play. Uh, so I'm just going to throw him out there as, as GPP only type play. How do you feel about that, man? How are you, you know, the, the funny thing is, I was thinking the exact opposite if oh. um, Reed was actually ruled out. I was thinking of the other Luca, Luca Garza. Oh. I really do feel like this will be a great, great spot for him if he does get you 20 minutes. Because whenever he gets you more than 15 minutes, He's mm-hmm. going to get you 10 points. Now, his rebound rate is atrocious. <laughs> so don't expect any double-double out of him. 16 but, points in 18 minutes. Oh, man. On the 30th of December. <laughs> but but, but he, he can score for you. Yeah. And um, right. especially if there's a blowout and you have, wow, who will be guarding him? Um, was it not not Wadford? Uh, what's the name of the center that Portland been running when um, Nurk wasn't out? Uh, Eubanks? Eubanks, yeah. yeah. Eubanks and um, Radford just guarding him. It should just be easy buckets for him. Yeah. Again, he won't rebound for you, but he will be able to put up points a bunch. I do like that. I might add that to my list too, man. That's nice. I like that. Uh, yeah, we all like Luca Garza as a uh, as a fancy player in real life. Uh, pretty questionable, but <laughs> hey, take advantage of that, man. Uh, let me go ahead, though. Let's move on here. I got a couple of plays here in this Golden State Warriors and Detroit game I'm, I'm pretty high on here. I'd like to get your thoughts on it, Kenny. I've got um, on the Golden State side, and I had him in the last slate too. But I've got Kevon Looney at 5,400. They've just they're just decimated at the center position. They have no Jermichael Green, and uh, I'm trying to think who else is out. There's two people out that are their backup centers basically, and so they have nobody. Kevon Looney, I know it was an overtime game, but he managed 32 minutes in the last one. I mean, all you really need is about 25, 26 minutes out of Kevon Looney, which he should get here. And uh, I'm not gonna say he's a high ceiling player. But he seems like a relatively safe floor type guy. He's going to get you like 30 30 DK points here. So I, I do like him a bit. I've got a couple other centers I'm high around here. But uh, how do you feel about that, man? You got anybody else in Golden State? Um, when it comes to Looney, I'm actually going to be more interested in his props in this game. Because mm-hmm. if you can get his assist prop at three or mm-hmm. lower in this upcoming game, that would be something I would jump on. I probably would jump on that up to four. Um, when it comes to DFS, it's really, really hard to talk me into Kevon Looney. Um, I don't think I can do it. When it comes to Golden State, there's only going to be one player that I'm going to be looking at, and that's DiVincenzo mm-hmm. against the Detroit Pistons. Over the past two weeks, I know his scoring hasn't really been there, but he has been giving you rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks. I want to say in those four categories, he's probably in the top three or four amongst the players in the rotation. Mm-hmm. So I really do feel like that's going to give you good fantasy production. Again, I don't think this game is going to go double OT, but he should be able to lock you in at least 28 fantasy points tomorrow. Yeah, he's on my roto team. I like him. Uh, I like him a whole lot here, but uh, man, 6100. No, I, I see it. It, it. it could it could work out for us. So I like it, man. On the other side of the ball, though, this is actually a guy I'm probably most excited about in this game. And uh, it's Mr. Punch you in the back of your head, talk to your mother, hit you all over the place. Mr. Killian Hayes, uh, 5,600. I just feel like this is too cheap, man. Uh, this guy just put up, like, what, 35 or 45 DK points in the game before he got suspended. So uh, this is the Golden State Warriors. We all know how they play. 
Uh, people are going to get out in transition. There's going to be lots of long, long rebounds here. I like Killian Hayes 5600, man. Am I crazy here? Are you liking this or are you not? Um, I mean, I've I seen way too many games of Killian Hayes, so it's hard for me to have a recency bias on him. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know if I can really go that way. But since um, Golden State is giving up a lot of three-pointers, it's another player that I do mention a lot, um, Shadiq Bey. He's going to get you 24 minutes. He's going to get you 10 shots. Probably seven or eight of them will be three-pointers. And if he could get it going, that could be 25 actual points that he can actually put up for only four or five. I like it, man. Uh, all right, let's head over. The last game I got a couple of guys in here is Atlanta Hawks and Sacramento Kings. You know I like to attack the Kings. The Kings are just – they don't play defense. So, you know, I, I was surprised that game tonight against the uh, Utah Jazz wasn't higher scoring. I know the total was like 240-something when I last looked, 243 I think it was, and it ended up uh, being, I think, just under about 230-something. But uh, anytime – you know, and Atlanta doesn't play defense either, so anytime these two teams are going to get together – you're going to have a high-scoring affair. I don't know if we have a total for it yet, but uh, if we don't, it's going to be probably in the 240s. Um, but I do have interest, man. I, I think I do like some Trey Young at 9,500. Uh, obviously, I said Dame Lillard earlier. I got to make my choice between Dame Lillard and Trey Young, but I don't know, man. Well, let me ask you, Kenny. I got you here with me. Why don't you help me out? Trey Young, Dame Lillard. Who are you liking more on this slate? And do you even like Trey Young on this slate? <laughs> um, I mean, it's kind of hard to like young when he's not giving you um that great of a three-point shooting percentage for the season but the thing is you know he's going to get you shots you know he's going to get you these assists and especially with a game that has a 244 point total yeah <laughs> I, see um, I, I really need to i really need to lean towards trey on this slate <laughs> and it's a and it's a um, one-point spread too so it's a yes. close game high scoring game yeah i like that man yeah go ahead um but the Funny thing is, I actually gonna like his um, old teammate the best in this matchup. I really do feel like this is gonna be a great spot for Kevin Herter, mm-hmm. since as you was able to see a couple nights ago, um, players who don't really need to dribble that much can put up big numbers against these Atlanta Hawks. Now, I'm not calling Kevin Herter Clay Thompson, <laughs> but there's some similarities in um. Their catch and shoot ability. He's a, he's a knockoff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, that's actually going to be somebody I'm going to be looking at. And during the past two, three weeks, his three point percentage has been, um, I want to say, in the 40 percent. Mm-hmm. Um, so he is one of the best three point shooters in the league right now. And I really do feel like a team that give up a lot of threes and not known for their defense in a 244-point spread, I really will be looking at that three-point bonuses from each side. Yeah, you really you really can't – don't need to talk me into to Red Velvet, man. I love me some Red Velvet. I got him on all my season-long teams. Don't you don't you care about that? Man, I was calling this guy having a good season all the way since the beginning of the season. But, man, yeah, I like that call a lot, Kenny. Uh, let me, though – I want to talk about one of the guy here on the Hawks side, actually. I do want to talk about John Collins. Uh, at 6,000, this is a guy I've been locking in. Uh, he's had a, a dud or two, but I think in general he's relatively safe. And, you know, we just had uh, – I can't remember which team it was, but someone was talking about – I think it was – oh, man, who was? I can't remember who it was. But they were talking about how the, the Kings have no rim protection. They're just not good at the rim. DeMontis Sabonis, 
does have a percent propensity to foul. Uh, we saw it tonight. He almost fouled out against the Utah Jazz, who really don't have any big men. Um, so I do like me some John Collins at 6,000. I think he's going to be the big guy in there and owning that paint. Uh, and I just I just feel like he, his price is still too low. He's, he's not on a minutes restriction anymore. Uh, he was like in the 5,000s, and now he's just big. He's just 6,000. So I still have some interest in him here. Um, how you feeling about that? And you, you have anybody else in this game, man? Uh, but, you, you know, before – before we talk about that, I, I, I really don't like the um, Laurie Markkinen slander. <laughs> uh, come on. He's having a nice little season. He I is having a good season. But, hey, I'm a Bulls see. fan, and look what happened with the last few seasons he was there. I can't like the guy. I mean, I do. I'm glad he's having a good season. But, no, you're right. It's a little bit slanderous. You're right. It's a little bit slanderous. <laughs> no, but um, if you do feel like Collins could get to, to the line 15 times, he would be a good player to take. But – when it comes to um, Sacramento in general, I always be looking at who will take the most free throws on that team. And that will be Trey Young. <laughs> uh, but Collins for his price tag, he has been performing, but I really don't see him grabbing you too many rebounds. So I really don't see a double double bonus out of him. And I really don't see him trying to, you know, get marketed into foul trouble. Usually you see um, guards doing that to him. So if you look at most most teams, not this last game, usually have a um, nice little scoring guard get to the line as much as possible and get Sabonis into foul trouble because their backcourt can't really stop them from driving in. Um, man, can I play John Collins? I mean, for the price tag and for as chalky as he's going to be, I really do feel like on the 12-game slate, you should probably fade him or just play him in cash. That's a fade. Go fade him. All right, man. Uh, I gave up all my – well, I got one more. I got one more play here that I'm pretty excited about. But uh, let me ask you, man, are there any people we haven't talked about or games we haven't touched on yet that you're just uh, super psyched about, like, early on here? There's two plays that I'm going to be monitoring a little bit mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. based on the news. And the first play is going to be Bam mm-hmm. against the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime you could get a high-usage big man against the Lakers – especially for less than 9,000, that should be somebody you should have some exposure to in both cash and GPP. I know he had a nice little performance against my Clippers um, (laughs) the other day. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think this is going to be a good replication going into the Nets game. Really do think he could get you 30 actual points in a double-double. And the second player, again, this is going to be, depending on the news, (laughs) is in the Phoenix-Cleveland game. Mm-hmm. I know um, some people probably will be afraid to play him since mm-hmm. um, they don't consider him the point guy anymore, but Chris Paul at 7-7 <laughs> seven, seven against a Cleveland team. I, I, I really do think this is going to be a 50-point fantasy spot for him. Um, I don't know. Am I crazy for thinking that since that you know two-assist performance we saw the other day, but oh, man, uh, I am I am off that Chris Paul bandwagon this season. I was all aboard it last season and the season before that, but this season, man, I think Father Time's finally catching up to him. But does he still have that ability in him? Yeah, of course he does. Uh, this is going to be a nice bounce back spot for him because they just had a really really bad game. Obviously, I, I think that was on national TV too. Um, but yeah, that, that last game was just—you forget about that. You play the next one, you just don't even talk about that one anymore. So. 
so I could see them bouncing back here. I could see I could see Chris Ball going off. I got another guy though on the on the Suns here that I'm more that I am interested in. Uh, so I'm glad you brought up this game. This is the last guy I really got on my slate here or on my uh, board here. Uh, I got Landry Sam Shamit at 4600, and I know he's another guy that I think people are going to shy off of because he he does have the floor can fall out. The floor can easily fall out from under this guy. Uh, his shot's got to be falling. But, man, if his shot is falling, he's stepping into that Devin Booker role. Uh, you know, th- these sons need his scoring. Um, I'm just I- – I like it. I like it. And I know it's Cleveland. And I know uh, they have a good defense. But, hey, if you're going to attack that good defense, it's going to be from the outside. He's going to be raining threes, man. And I need him just to hit, you know, five of eight or something like that for him to really hit this value for me. And I think he's still got a ceiling on top of that. So uh, because of the role that he's stepping into with the, with the scoring, because the Suns need scoring, man. Their scoring is dreadful. They're awful. Like Mikael Bridges ain't it, dude. Mikael Bridges ain't it. Uh, CP3, any given night, right, he could go off. He could do that thing. He is uh, a very skilled basketball player. I'm not going to ever entirely face CP3. But, uh, but man, like I said, I think old man times catch up to him. And Aiden is just – I don't even know what he's been doing recently. He's been struggling madly. So, uh, so yeah, I do like some Landry Shaman here. I'm hoping that he puts it up here. And he's a Wichita State guy, so you know I'm from Wichita. Or not from Wichita, but I just was there. So, uh, All right, man. Uh, any other guys we haven't touched on, or uh, can we move on to our Thrive plays? Um, you know, before we move on to the Thrive plays, do you think um, Mitchell will be able to replicate that performance? No. <laughs> 71. 71 points? No, he's not getting 71 points. I'll tell you that right now. No, I think uh, I, I do think he uh, can have a nice game here. No deer is Garland, obviously, um, but yeah, at that price tag, just just some other options here. I just like more than him. I think I think people will chase that game though, so that's going to be beneficial for everybody. Because I mean, maybe maybe he does. I mean, he's a skilled basketball player, but I, I don't see it, man. What, what about you? You see it? Um, you know, let's move into the Thrive Fantasy picks because um, <laughs> I, I think this will actually answer your question. All right. D- DFS, uh, or yeah, if you guys don't have the DFS pass, you can go get that DFS pass. It's four ninety nine a month. Go get it. You can talk to Kenny, talk to me. We go. We give you guys info as we're going up to lock. We give you guys lineup information, what we're doing there, and you get all of it. Uh, just go get it right now. And if you guys aren't signed up with Thrive Fantasy, go sign up for with promo code Ethos. You get a deposit match bonus up to two hundred fifty bucks. Kenny, I've got three plays here for uh, from Thrive that I'm pretty keen on here. How many do you have, sir? Um, I have three as well. All right. Well, how about I'll let you, I'll let you kick it off, man. Go ahead. You, you, you teased a little play there. Why don't you give it to us? All right. The first one is actually going to be worth 105 points and that's, um, Mitchell under 28. I got the same thing. (laughs) Well, not the same one. I'm not the same one I'm suggesting, but I do have that in my current lineup. Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, seriously, in the past two weeks, the sun has been honestly giving up the fewest points. Again, not the most competitive matchups, but they've been giving up one of the fewest amount of points in the leagues and also been allowing starters to score the least amount of points in the league. So I really do feel like that trend is going to continue, which is why I'm going to be running that not only on Thrive, but I'm going to be looking at that in the sports books as well. 
Yeah, I like that, man. I like that a whole lot. Uh, and I like fading him right now because everyone's going to be on his over because they're like, oh, man, this guy's killing it. And, and uh, he's probably going to he's probably going to put like 24 or something here. And that's that's, you know, that's under, obviously. So anyways, uh, Julius Randall is, with, uh, is my first play here. I got over 43.5 points, rebounds and assists against the Spurs. That's 105 points, too. So that's another plus odds play. Uh, I know Brunson's back. I know that Julius Randall's is going to lo- lose a little bit of usage to him. But this is the Spurs, and it's the Knicks. I feel like it's going to be a competitive game when it really shouldn't be. And uh, you know you know how I feel about the Spurs' interior. Their interior is absolute trash. They give up offensive rebounds left and right. They give up easy, bucket, easy looks at the basket left and right. And uh, Julius Randle's playing all-star level again, man. So I like the over here at 43.5. I feel like uh, it's, it's a big number, but I feel like it's doable for them. What's your next one, Kenny? Um, that one is on the hinge if. SGA is going to play or not, but if he does play, I would need to go less than 23.5 points and rebounds for Josh Giddy. I really don't see him having that scoring usage with SGA on the floor, especially in a matchup against Orlando, who do have um, a plethora of bigs, even though they're down half of them. <laughs> they still have them. <laughs> <laughs> they still have them. They still have size. Yeah. And, um, you know, unless you really think um, Giddy's going to get you to the line about eight times, I really don't see him getting you more than 14.5 points in this matchup. I like it. Uh, my next one here is going to be Trey Young. Help him out stealing your last one there, but over 28.5 points against Sacramento. You mentioned it already, Kenny. Uh, get to the line. He's going to get there. Hopefully he gets there, you know, 12, 13, 14 times at least. Uh, gets us, you know, eight, nine, 10 points there, and then he can hit, you know, three or four threes. Uh, that's, I mean, we're basically cooking there. We're, we're, we're basically eating there at that point. So I like Trey Young a lot, a whole lot in this matchup. That's 110 points in that one. So it's a big points play also. If you're playing, this is all GPP. So if you're playing this, um, these are big pools of players. You want to have big points. You want to be able to get up in the top there. So I, I do like this Trey Young overplay for points. Uh, you said you have a last one. Hopefully it wasn't Trey Young. No, it, it wasn't. But I don't know if you're going to agree with me on this one. Oh. So let me just give a little narrative before I even say it. All right. If you're just going back to December 18th, mm-hmm. this player has a 38% rebound rate. Okay. Which is it's good, right? Yeah, that is. Yeah. All right. His fell rate is less than 20%. So that means he will stay in the game for you, right? I would hope so, so yeah. My last play is over 11.5 rebounds for Vucevic against Oof. the Nets. Oof. Yeah, that's tough. But it is a big plus size play, right? I think it's like 150 points or something like that. Yep. I mean, hey, hey, look, he's a bull. So, you know, of course, I'm going to go with it. <laughs> no, he... He needs to start playing better, so I hope I hope you are right about that. But, man, that is a lot. I mean, Claxton's been playing well, but... I don't know. Beyond beyond Claxton, I mean, you know, and he's really not that imposing on the boards, honestly. I played his over on the boards the other night, and it was very disappointing. He he is not that big of an imposing guy, so I, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I'm not going to disagree with you on that one. I'm not saying I'm going to play it, but I don't mind it. How about that? Uh, the last one I got, though, is a rebounds one as well, Kenny, and I already mentioned him. I mean, pretty obvious based on my DFS plays here, but Kevon Looney over 10.5 rebounds against Detroit, and that's 95 points. Um you know, I, I could see this obviously being a blowout, and then I'm not going to hit this, but I, I think it's going to be close. I really do. I think that the uh, 
Golden State Warriors aren't going to play as well as they have been. I mean, there's a lot of variance in their play because they shoot so many threes. But Kevon Looney over 10.5 rebounds. If he's going to get those 26 minutes or so that I'm projecting him to get, that's what he does. He's on the floor to literally grab rebounds. Nobody else on the Warriors really does that. That's his role. Uh, so I like that, that play a whole lot. That's 95 points, and that's against Detroit Pistons. And I feel like he's going to be in the game quite a lot because, um, you know, they've got Isaiah Stewart. They've got, you know, Duren, So they've got some really big bodies that they got to match up against. And they've got no James Wiseman. They've got no uh, Jermichael Green. They've got no uh, – who's the other big guy they don't got? They don't got no uh, – oh, Kaminga. No Kaminga, who was playing a little bit of center for them. So they got nobody, man. So I feel like I feel like those minutes are safe. So I like that over. So uh, – but that's going to do it for us, guys. That is it. you got six plays there for Thrive. You can go throw those in and, and get four more and go win. Uh, but until next time, guys, I'm Keith Cork. You can find me on Twitter at, at BSBPKeith. And, Kenny, where can people find you and your work, man? Um, you can find me at Twitter as well, at OrangeDFS. I'm also on TikTok and YouTube as OrangeDFS as well. Go do it, man. Always talk about basketball. Oh. Always talk about <laughs> basketball. Yeah. He'll go do that, man. Go get go go follow him. Go follow me. Uh, follow the show. Go give us a like and a subscribe. But until next time, guys, go get that money. <laughs>